welcome to the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight, the podcast where we uncover the secrets of CEOs, entrepreneurs, and visionaries who've used public speaking to skyrocket their businesses and their bottom line. Get ready for captivating stories, valuable insights, and practical wisdom from the trailblazers who've mastered the art of the stage. I'm your host, Kelly O'Hara, and I'm thrilled to bring their experiences and expertise directly to you. Let's get started. My guest today is Debbie Allen. She is the world's number one authority on expert positioning and the creator of Educate to Sell Formula. She's been in the expert industry for over 26 years. She's presented in 28 countries and authored 10 books, including The Highly Paid Expert and Expert Positioning, which is a great book. I have really enjoyed it. She teaches her students how to position themselves effectively as the go-to expert in their niche market and shares innovative marketing strategies to stand out, build instant credibility and trust to create more sales with ease. Debbie was recently featured on the cover of Speaker Life magazine, fantastic cover and a great article. So welcome, Debbie. I can't tell you how delighted I am to have you here on the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight. Oh, Kelly, thanks so much. It's a pleasure being here. I love helping speakers uh, make money and I love getting new people that want to get into this industry. It's uh, There's no other industry I could imagine being into for, especially as an entrepreneur. I mean, it, you can do so many different things with it and, and change it up. And I've definitely been the reinvention queen in, in my business of speaking. So I'm going to share some ideas on how to make some money. I think that people want to hear that today. I love this. This is perfect. So my first question to you is, how do you define a speaker lifestyle business and what differentiates it from other types of speaking engagements or careers? Well, you know, I started my speaking business, as you mentioned, over 20 years ago, 27 years now, going to the National Speakers Convention uh, soon. And it's like, the, you know, just uh, being there and going, I can't believe I've been doing this that long, you know, but I reinvented myself so many times. It's like having multiple careers. So my goal as a professional speaker from the very beginning was positioning myself, which who would know that I would write the book on expert positioning, um, coming right out of retail, because I had built and sold numerous retail businesses, and I wanted like the next thing, okay, I don't want to build retail stores anymore. Um, and so it was like, well, I can teach people this. And I didn't know anything, Kelly, about speaking. I didn't even know there was a business in speaking when I started. I shared out of a passion wanting to help people. I wasn't a trainer, I wasn't a speaker, nothing. Uh, I went to a big show in Vegas, and it launched me right off the bat, um, you know, went to the right people, had the expertise behind me. And that's why I believe expert positioning is so critical when you're launching the speaking business. And then when you're launching, the first thing you want to do is say, mm, that's a big, that's an number you want, like six figures. So I can make six figures. I could quit my day job or I could quit my other thing and I can do this full time. Right. So that's where you start. Um, and again, I went very quickly into six figures, multiple six figures, but then you're speaking a lot. You know, I'm speaking, you know, typically 75 times a year, which is a lot of travel. Um, then in 2008, when my speaking career was at the ultimate high, when I had reached the top 3% of professional women speakers in the world, as far as, you know, speaking fees, uh, everything d died, just like the pandemic. It was like, there's no business. Um, and so I went, what do I do? And that's when I went international, reinvented myself to an international speaker and started speaking international. And that was kind of like a survival mode. And then as while I was doing that, you know, traveling the world, 28 countries in three years on a world tour, 
I realized that I got to create some other income streams around speaking in case this ever happens again. Um, so, you know, I've been in the business long enough to say, this is the way you come into it, position yourself, go after the six figures, make that. And then I can show you how to make multiple six figures using that beautiful skill of, of speaking to create a lot of different income through consulting and your own events and all the things you, you know, you've I've been doing over the years. Well, that's amazing. But how can you, how can we tell speakers to how to differentiate themselves and create a memorable brand? Where do they start? Well, let me share a little case study. We, I just mentioned the National Speakers Convention, which is once a year. We call it Influence. Um, and again, I think if you're thinking about being a speaker, you should be part of National Speakers. You're a professional. If you want to be a professional paid speaker, you need to join an organization like that. So I'm standing in line. It's quite a few years ago. And um, it was just like, you know, this is where I see people's heads are going. I'm talking to the gentleman that's waiting in line to register. And he says, uh, I said, hey, what is your expertise? You know, what is it you like to share with people? And uh, he says, well, I used to be a dentist. I was a dentist for 30 years and I hate my career. I just sold my practice and I just want to be a speaker now. I said, well, what would you speak on that? He goes, oh, anything, anybody will listen to, I'm going to speak on. I want to be a, a big keynote speaker. And I said, well, that sounds great. I said, but in this business, you really need to position yourself some way where you can actually start making money. And sometimes it isn't that glamorous keynote that people think thousands of people, it doesn't, that's not where the most of the money is. Most of the money is in, you know, in smaller groups where you're maybe working to speak in associations. For the first eight years, I spoke all in association business. And I said, you're a dentist, you were very successful. Wouldn't you want to speak to other dentists and help them be successful? He goes, well, no, I don't want anything to do with, you know, being a dentist. I said, but you're not going to be a dentist. You're not going to be in people's mouths. You're going to be in front of the room teaching them how to be successful. I said, wouldn't that give you a jump start? Because that's exactly what you know, and you can help a lot of people. And it was like this light bulb went off. He said, never even thought of that. I just thought, okay, I left this career and I'm starting another career. No, you take your bag of tricks and all your skills and all your knowledge, and that's where you position yourself. And that's when you're going to go faster. That's just a story. You just changed that guy's life. I think mean, totally changed it's his logical. Yeah, but it's, it's common sense, but he didn't see it. it's common sense to me because I know it. I've been there. Right. And so a lot of what I know in this business, been doing it so long, it's just common sense to me. But people that are coming into the business, they don't know it and they struggle. And I hate to see people struggle or not invest in themselves in this business. It is a business. If you want to make money in this business, you have to invest. And that means you have to invest in having the right brand and the right positioning, the right website and the right speaker demo and all the stuff that gets you booked and, and coaches. I mean, I've both invested in tons of coaches, you know, learning this business, but that's why I made a lot of money in this business. You, you can't go into it with baby steps, trying to figure it out on your own. This, this is too complicated of a business too. Just try and figure it out on your own. You, you need help to do it. So let's say that you've gotten to that point. You realize you need coaching. You need to really invest in your speaking career. What do you feel are the most effective ways to market and promote a speaker lifestyle business? So, you know, you can leverage yourself on social media and online platforms to attract more speaking engagements. But are there any underrated or unconventional strategies that you've found success with? I believe it when people are, if you're, so if you're listening to this and you're just starting out, you, you want to get booked and paid to speak, 
period. That's all you think about. You don't think how many speaking engagements I want to get a year. You just, you know, I want to get out there, I want to get paid, right? And then as you get good, you start making more money, right? Then you get into a position where it's like you're in this kind of trap, uh, kind of like the golden handcuffs of the speakers. It's like now I'm booked so much, I'm never home. So that moves into the speaker lifestyle. So you don't move there first. You start, you get good, you work hard at it. Like any business, you got to work hard to make it look easy later, right? And that's really where it is. Um, and how I made it look easier later is creating that lifestyle is I've been in the business long enough that now I teach speakers how to do this. So I pick how many speaking engagements I want to do at a high fee, very selective. I'm very selective on the clients I take uh, that I work with personally one-on-one. -on -one. I do group classes with that, with speakers as well. And so, you know, I'm taking what I've learned of all these years and really what I'm sh sharing, Kelly, you know, lots of information about speaking, but what I'm sharing, this is the key. I'm sharing my life's work. Like you can ask me any question about the speaking business or any part of it. Right. And I can answer it, but how I've turned it into a lifestyle is I don't travel the world speaking anymore. I work mostly on online, 90% online. The 10% is small groups or, you know, the things that I work with my individual clients in, in small, like VIP speaker training groups. So it's a lifestyle that I wanted. How do I want my office to look? How do I want my home to look? Um, even, even included in my lifestyle was I had this vision. <laughs> you know, I'm very much an intuitive. And I had this vision of what my house would look like. And the house was going to be the speaker lifestyle house. <laughs> and so it would have this separate room, which I'm in now, my conference room, where I do my live trainings, where I do my VIP days for clients. It was going to have a big yard so we could build a uh, guest house. Um, and then with that guest house, I would have clients flying in to stay with me in this beautiful guest house. And then I would they would work with me one-on-one -on -one with VIP days. So I don't have to go anywhere. So that's a lifestyle. It's like, they come to me now. I've been all over the world. They come to me now. Um, so however you want to create that in a lifestyle, you know, you start out, you know, learning to get good. And then you say, okay, how do I want this business to be? And I think that's just good business. Looking at your business, you know, even a year in advance and say, how many speaking engagements I want? Where do I want to make my money? And, and where do I want to invest my in my business? It, um, that's the long-term goal of the business is the speaker lifestyle. That's so fabulous. Just listening to that. I know there are people out there that want to travel the globe and they want to go to 28 countries. And that all is a fabulous experience. But isn't it great when you get to that point where you love to be home and, you, and you're able to get them all to come to you and you've done that so well. So now the big question, how do you approach pricing and negotiating speaking fees for your business? And what are the factors that should be taken into consideration when determining the value of your expertise? Great question. So, you know, usually when you start out as a speaker, it's like, you know, I started out and started making money right away. I mean, I first did the first speaking engagement I did, I waived my fee for an opportunity to get lots of media attention. And then I said, when I do a great job and I fill the room, standing room only, then you'll book me for the next one. You'll refer me to three more clients. That's exactly what I said when I wrote the agreement on the very first speaking engagement. Now that's a business person, an entrepreneur that's making a deal. I know how to negotiate because I was an entrepreneur. So if you don't have those kind of skills, I also knew the value. That's really important. Your value and how you know your value is, is really important to how you price yourself or how you would negotiate a, a thing like that. Well, give me an opportunity to speak. And then I'll, you know, if you refer me to people and that kind of thing, right? 
Um, and so, of course, my second speaking engagement got, you know, was paid and then it kept going up and up from there. So as you get booked and as you get better, your fee just goes up. You give yourself a raise. Um, and so I would say now, you know, back then when I started, I was at 1500, you know, knowing nothing, <laughs> knowing the speaking business didn't even exist. Right. So now I would suggest if somebody starts out, if you got your website done, no, don't even start marketing until you get your website, your marketing brand, all your stuff done. Then when you're ready to launch and start speaking, I would say suggest uh, starting out at 3,500 to 4,500 because any association will will be able to afford you at that price point, uh, even state associations. And once you know that there's associations for everything, and most of them have state associations, national associations, international, and you find your niche, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Then it's like or a snowball effect, right? Um, it's like you know, the more you speak, the more you speak. And because you keep getting more opportunities, especially when you find your niche and then the niche just keeps expanding. And it's hard to explain uh, to people that are just starting because they're thinking, well, I find the niche. Where do I go from that? Right. Um, but really, there are associations for just about anything you can imagine. Um, and if you price yourself too low, then you're a newbie and they're not going to take you serious. Price yourself too high, then you're really not where the value is because you're not quite good enough yet. But I'm saying newer, newer kind of starting speaker at 4,500 if they've got the website and they got a demo video. You got to have a demo video. I mean, even if it's not your best, people have to see what you're doing before you can get out there. Here's the problem with that, Kelly. How do you get a demo video if you never spoke before? <laughs> That's right. So I actually have an event that I put on where I actually have a speaker demo day. People come to me, they can do, um, come to the event, do the speaker demo, be coached by me. And we actually, actually create it and turn it into a demo they give to you. And then the second day of the event, you actually get on a media with a media personality that interviews you in a live TV studio. So now what that does is take your expertise from the very beginning or even at a level when you want to up the level, wow, you got media exposure, you got a good demo. Now you're ready to start. You have to get all the tools of the trade, you know, in the works before you really launch. I mean, otherwise, it's going to be word of mouth. And we know word of mouth marketing isn't very good. It's only as good as a few of these, you know, uh, lips moving. But we want a lot more than that. So it is a process of getting there. But I would say even somebody started at ground zero, they could they could be there in six months with a brand, a website, a demo video, everything even just starting out brand new, as long as they had guidance, getting them through the right process. Otherwise it could take them years. And what happens very much, very often in a speaking business is the people that take too long to get there, trying to figure it out on their own or invest little bits at a time, they end up leaving the speaking business. Every time I go to the convention, it's like the majority of people are new people because it's like this glamorous business of speaking, right? But then they realize later it's a business and I couldn't make it work. Anybody can make it work if they've got the right things in place. Because we all have a message. We all have a story. <laughs> We've all been through life, right? And you have a passion to want to share it with people. This is great. I mean, you've really given a great path here to leapfrog ahead um, using these kind of strategies. I'm excited about it. So you hit on my next point perfectly, which was, and it's the, it's the, craze right now is discussing the importance of and how to harness the power of storytelling in delivering impactful speeches and presentations and more importantly how to connect more with 
their audiences on a deeper level. Can you speak to that? Oh, definitely. Uh, what you know, your your main story we call it a signature story. So your signature story, nobody can set take your story and and then tell your story because they're like, oh, that's Debbie Allen's story. You can't take that story. That's the last thing you want to do as a speaker. We have our own stories. And I remember going, hearing speakers when I first started out, these amazing motivational speakers, and they would just take these stories and they'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, they, they, they fell out of an airplane and they, you know, they were kidnapped and they, they've all these stories that are like so big. And I'm like, I got nothing, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, I realized you can take a story from anything that you have as long as you tie it into a message, right? A signature story is a story that impacts the audience. And the way that a professional speaker delivers it is in a way that it's like watching a movie, Kelly. So if I'm telling you this story, you're like seeing me, like I'm telling your story about one of my signature stories is climbing out of that, uh, climbing basically, uh, hiking out of the Grand Canyon after a long rafting trip and how hard it was. I wasn't in shape and how hard it was and how my mindset changed. And I add humor into the story, but I take people on the journey with me. They come on that hike with me and they experience it with me. And they're there inside of that story. And that story along the way is sharing lots of tips and, and, and strategies and basically teaching one main point, one main point. And it would be like, you know, keep going, taking action. That was the thing about, you know, take action, take one foot in front of the other, just keep going, even when things get challenging. Everybody needs that message in business. So I can tie it into that story. Um, And then I would have a list of signature stories that I would tie in whatever message I wanted to tie in based on what the meeting planner wanted to hear. And then I would ask the meeting planner, do you, how much do you want the meaning, um, the presentation to be humorous, or would you want to be more motivational? So get an idea of a feel from the beginning on a pre-conference call with a client so that I really get, take my main message that I already have put together, but then add in the stories that I feel will be a right fit for that audience. Um, So it's really important that when you're teaching, it's not all just teaching and boring. It's like, that's why I used to be a pretty boring teacher. You know, most speakers start out as a teaching, give too much content, just teach, teach, teach. But the stories are the lessons they will always remember. So your lessons can just be weaved into that. Um, And then as you want to learn how to speak and sell, that's a different modality. And that's what I teach most of my clients now is they learn the skill of speaking, getting paid, but they also learn the skill of speaking and selling. So if they have the perfect audience, but they don't have the fee, they can go in and make a lot of money by making an offer. And so that is what we call a hero's journey story or a shero's journey story, where we tell a story where hey, we, we did really well, we were really successful, and then we crashed and burned. Or I hit um, an obstacle and I overcame it. Or I had a breakthrough, an aha, something where people can relate to your story and go, whoa, you know, they're real, they're authentic. Then they build the trust with the audience and it positions you as the expert, but also someone who had to do the work to get where you're at. And that gives you the credibility as an expert to be speaking on that topic. So there's two different ways you can tell stories, but stories are very, very powerful. And when you're also using that skill of speaking to sell versus just telling a keynote, you use your client stories to inspire people. So when you have success, your clients, you tell those case study stories. They started here and they ended up here. And I love telling those case study stories because people are like, then they're drooling. Like, I want to be that person, not necessarily just you. They want to hear where you can take someone and see those results story-wise. 
Okay. So tell me this, what, and you've mentioned some of them already that you utilize, but for the viewers that are out there that are listening, what are your thoughts on diversifying income streams with this speaker lifestyle business? Are there outside of the coaching that you do one-on-one -on -one and in groups and there's masterminds, are there any additional revenue opportunities that speakers can explore or take advantage of um, that aren't the usual track that might be creative and interesting and a little bit different. I, I'm sure you've seen it all at this point. Right. Yes. I'm multiple, multiple income streams. Um, where I really took it, where I took the big bucks was getting out of just doing all the paid speaking and started doing my own events. Um, and at first I was doing, I would put 600 people in a room. That's when you could send out emails and everybody, all your speakers are sending out emails because it was, you know, many years ago. Um, and then you'd fill a, you know, 600 people in a room because you'd have, I'd have all the heavy hitters that had all the lists, right? Um, now it's, it's changed now with, instead of the speaker pitch fast where you, you know, have all those people there. Um, it's basically specialty events where you can put 30 people, 40 people, 50 people, 75 people in a room, you know, whatever you build your list. So it's really important to get your opt-in. A lot of people, when they start a speaking business, they think, oh, I'm just booking my next speaking big gig, but they don't build their email list. That's really really uh, what a lot of speakers do, they don't build that email list. And that's a huge mistake because you can't create those other income streams if you don't have a list. So let's say you want to do your own event. So I started doing my own event after I learned to speak in style instead of just putting other speakers on the stage that were doing it and making me money. Um, and so now I'm doing multiple six figures with putting 50 people, 75 people in a room. And so I'm making multiple six figures in a weekend now. Um, easily just by delivering a message and making an offer with a high-end, you know, coaching program, still doing the coaching. Um, but there's also specialty events that I do where, you know, they're, they're usually $2,000, $2,500 to come to some specialty events, small groups where you get that VIP um, experience in a group. And then we have the VIP days. That's the one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can make money. So the first thing that I look at when I'm trying to work with somebody that wants multiple income streams around the skill of speaking is what do you want your business to look like? So let's create that lifestyle business right up front. Let's create the business you want. Maybe the lifestyle is I got to make a lot of money. You know, maybe that's their goal. And maybe the other thing is like, I'm, you know, I'm retiring from a corporate job and I want to, you know, I still want to work, but I want to make, you know, 200,000. Okay. Let's, how would you like to do that? You know, and we put that together from the beginning. How many speaking engagements you want? How many coaching clients you want? Do you want to do your own events? Do you want to do only online events? I have some clients that just do, I want to learn this skill and I just want to do online. I don't want to travel because I don't have, I don't have the opportunity to travel. They have special needs children or single mom. I mean, there's all kinds of different situations. So I think it's really important, Kelly, that you know what you want when you get into this business or when you want to reinvent in this business so that you can continue to stay in it. Um, and again, I'm the perfect person to, to be sharing that with all the reinventions. Cause I've, you know, I've reinvented when I'm like, <laughs> when I reinvent Kelly, it's like, I say, when it's no fun anymore, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so it's really fun because I'm in a lifestyle part of the business and I can choose, pick and choose, say yes and no. But when you start out, you can't, you can't say yes and no. You usually just say yes to everything. Well, I mean, you've done a great, I tell you, you've jumped my question so well and, and gotten ahead of me on each time because I appreciate everything you're saying because you've been there from the ground up. But I got to ask you as the visionary that you are and someone 
who is um, very comfortable reinventing themselves, it seems, multiple times. You've given a lot of good ideas today, but from your purview up there at the top, what's your vision for the future of the speaker lifestyle business? Are there any emerging trends or shifts that speakers should be aware of so that they can stay relevant and thrive in the industry? I mean, they have to be available to reinvent themselves, but what do you see that's coming that you could give us a peek at? Well, my brain never really shuts off, even when I want to slow down. <laughs> That's kind of the problem as my true entrepreneurial mindset here. Um, but, you know, always creating something. So, you know, once that, I'm, you know, speaker lifestyle magazines coming out, I'm like, okay, now I had to go do a, a photo shoot. I did a lifestyle photo shoot so I can reinvent my website. So I was like, we're rebuilding the entire website now. This has been taking me months to do because I want to take it to a whole nother level. If I'm on speaker lifestyle and and then just take it to the next level um, because I see the power of that brand, you know, and I know what that does. So always improving. I'm never status quo. And I think that's really important. You know, always improving your speaking, always improving this. And the, the trends that are happening is, you know, pan the pandemic gave us the biggest trend, which is we went online. Now it's hybrid. Hybrid is like online and live. Um, and I love that this actually gave this great opportunity for us because you cannot sustain a high level of speaking and travel, especially as bad as travel's gotten. It's just you know, horrendous. It never used to be as bad as it is now. Um, you just got your fingers crossed. Things are on time. Oh my gosh. You know, you never thought about that. I got a time. I got to go. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a lot of time when you travel, cause now you have to go earlier. Like I wouldn't even take a speaking engagement now without even going the day before and way before, because I don't trust the, you know, the flight's going to be on time. So yeah. you're, you're now you're booking a lot of extra time out. So, you know, having that online and being able to do online programs, whether you want to do group, you don't have to do, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can do group programs, whatever you love doing, you can combine it into a speaking business and make money from it. Uh, I will always miss the live, but I think Kelly, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, creating your own stage. And, and that was the biggest sh shift for me, creating my own stage instead of waiting for somebody to pay me to speak. You know, I've never been an employee in my life, never even applied for a job in my life. So I like to create my own thing. So when I got my own stage, I don't have any rules and, and I don't like being micromanaged, you know, with too many, too many things with clients. So, you know, and you just become independent that way. And then when you can create your own stuff, you create your own schedule. I think that's the biggest trend with the speaking business is that we now have so many tools in front of us. Uh, and the other thing with reinvention is writing another book. When I wrote my first book, I thought I'd never write another book. It was painful. Um, and now I'm on 10 books. And this morning I couldn't get out of my head thinking I need to write 11 books because I got an idea as I'm thinking about getting on this podcast with you, Kelly, darn you. <laughs> I'm thinking I need another book just on speaking. <laughs> it's like, it's like so many of my clients are speakers now. So, um, I just never, I love what I do. I love making an impact. And I think if you're that kind of person listening to this podcast and you love making an impact in people's lives, and in my case, it's their business, you know, uh, you know, some of my clients are their lives, you know, changing their lives with their mindset and stuff. And mine is changing their business. And then what happens is, you know, I spoke to one of my clients who's been with me for seven years this morning and how I've impacted his life. is just 
blows me away. You know, you know, he's making, wow. he's making multiple six figures from speaking in a 45 minute presentation. Like I even had a client, I had a client do that before. Right. And now he's like, I've mastered that. And now I need to master the online and make that kind of money. And it's like, you know, he just doesn't stop. And I love that because he's just gotten so good. You know, he's just keeps working on improving himself and mastering every little bit of this. Um, and I think that's the key. That's where we're going to get the top of this industry. Those people, they don't, they don't quit. They don't just say, this is good enough. Uh, I'll go out and make money now. No, they just keep being masterful in everything they do. And they keep coming up with other ideas. And that's a book and that's a course and that's a this. <laughs> I think we're just going to keep watching <laughs> you. You cannot stop creating. And I love that. It's 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 the enthusiasm that I adore and it's inspiring. And I'm sure everybody here today that got a chance to listen to that feels the same. It's like you open doors, listening to you, just doors open, ideas fly out and um, new paths are created. So Debbie, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. Our, I know our audience just has to be so excited to envision themselves having this kind of impact and lifestyle and understanding what it takes and how to do it. And I can't wait to hear from our viewers. So Debbie, thank you so much for being there it, um, here. And it meant so much to me to have you on the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight. And I can't wait to have our next conversation. That's right. I'm, I'm thrilled that I'm here launching this. It's going to be a long-term podcast. Love the title of the podcast. It's going to be very successful. Make sure you subscribe to it to get everything. Because I know Kelly's going to want to have me back because i got a lot more stuff to share with you. And um, so we're going to do that. Just That's how you seed. I just, just one more thing. i got so many things I can teach you. Um, so I love being here with you, Kelly. Thank you so much. And you did an awesome job as a host. So you're going to rock Thank this you. thing. Thanks so much, my dear. It was wonderful having you. I cannot wait to do part two. I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight. We hope you enjoyed this deep dive once again into the remarkable stories and insights of our incredible guests. Their experiences and wisdom are not just meant to inspire you, but to provide you with actionable steps to take on your own path to success. Remember, you have a story to tell and your voice has the power to transform your business and make lasting impact. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an empowering conversation. We'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review and share the show with your friends, colleagues, and your fellow visionaries. Until next time, keep speaking, keep growing, and keep reaching to make your difference. This is Kelly O'Hara, signing off from the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight.